Hey guys, it's Wednesday, uh, nearly quarter past four. Whew, it's been a, a long week um, from Wednesday to Wednesday, but uh, nearly to the other side. And that was the aim, so all's good, nearly there. So anyway, I'm just going to jump straight in because I am uh, incredibly time poor and I am now on uh, my fourth pallet of packing for the day. So I need to get on with that. Uh, for a 9am pickup tomorrow. So anyway, I was asked this morning uh, by somebody that uh, follows me and I follow their account on Instagram to offer um, a critique of some IGTV stuff that they did. And uh, it's a difficult thing to sort of uh, critique anybody on um, because we are talking about the issue of uh, civil rights and justice and the white privilege response uh, and I was asked to offer an opinion with the view that uh, the content that was contained in that IGTV uh, would be appropriate also to then transfer I'm guessing the flavor of that into a podcast and uh, whilst I don't want to uh, critique the IGTV um, because we're all different we all respond differently these are my immediate thoughts surrounding um, how we respond as white people to civil rights and injustice for the black community. Uh, now for me, you know, I, I hear, I've, my very first thought is, this is a global problem. You know, yes, it happens to be at the moment that the soapbox happens to be sitting firmly in the United States, but they haven't got the race, injustice, civil rights, um, inequality issues, by themselves. I mean, Australia have the oldest uh, indigenous race of people. Um, our, our people of colour here and indigenous population are treated appallingly on uh, many levels. So, this is what I do know, uh, having spent many, 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 many hours uh, sitting in uh, conferences and uh, talking between litigating parties and this is what we're talking about we're talking about a a model that will change laws to make it equitable for everybody no matter your color of skin so having s sat through many many uh, mediations um, conferences uh, reconciliations things like that this is what I do know you cannot push the angry bear with and poke at it with anger. It will uh, respond accordingly. And so that's the first thing, is your tone. Um, because if you want to change the balance of power, then you have to meet it with a rational sense of argument you can't go in there guns blazing because you are going to face off against power 
And it's one thing to be listened to and to shout above the noise, but there is entirely another thing to be heard. And you need people to hear you. There is no use uh, shouting into a vacuum because they just people will just block off. And if you're trying to coerce people into looking at a problem differently, then the very worst thing you can do is tell them how to feel about something. What you can do rationally and sanely and calmly is offer up a dialogue, open up a dialogue with them. But the moment you start telling somebody how they should feel, uh, well, you should feel guilty, well, you should be this, should, I don't feel guilty. I don't feel guilty about something that's been happening for hundreds of years before my birth. What I feel is I have been the beneficiary of that and whilst I did not create the problem, I can certainly be a part of the solution. Because I will not tell, I will not have anybody tell me how I need to feel about something. Because I have a mind of my own and I am able to think the problem through clearly enough with enough background knowledge of history to understand the nuance. So that's the first thing is, you know, if we're going to start bullying, if you know, especially whites bullying whites, it's just shocking. If we're going to expect any form of reformation to bring the playing field down to a level to level ground, then we have to start treating people like they are our equal. And that doesn't matter whether you have uh, a dark skin, a light coloured skin, a white skin. You have to be an adult and start using adult phrases because you're dealing with adults. And generally, you're dealing with very well-educated people who are the policy makers who have the ability to change these policies. So all the grandstanding on uh, Instagram and that is virtually fruitless if you're going to piss people off in the first five seconds of them joining up and and watching a dialogue because that little white cross is really easy to hit so you want to be able to put something across that's sounding calm and rational and logical and inclusive because that's what we're doing here. We are trying to level the playing field to not only an equitable playing field, but an inclusive playing field. The second thing is, is there's no use saying to people, don't listen to how I'm saying it, listen to the words, because you know what, how you're saying it is on you. It's how you say it that will elicit the response from people. If you're going to uh, say it in a manner that sounds forceful, and this is a lesson it took me nearly 10 years to learn. Um, if you're going to say it forcefully, people are just going to tune out. They're going to absolutely, it, it will, because you as soon as you use force with people, you invoke an emotional response. And whilst 
reform comes from emotion connecting to logic. If what you're putting out there is to the point that it's so forceful that you're pushing people's critical thinking skills to the side where that you are only eliciting an emotional response from them to words and the way that uh, you use intonation and inflection, then you need to learn to control yourself because that's not going to work. Because the first time somebody says to me, listen to the words and not how it's said, you have to, if you want to advocate and you want to be an activist and stand for a cause, then you have to learn to moderate your voice and use it to its fullest capacity without having to justify it first. And, and you know, because there is one thing to say something with confidence and passion and do it in a manner that is inclusive and will garner the right response or the response that you are looking to receive and then there is a complete other thing where you preface a conversation with don't listen to how I'm saying it listen to the words because the moment I hear that anything other than that option A I'm not interested because I'm quite clearly dealing with somebody that can't moderate themselves the second thing is uh, third thing I believe is the natural ebb and flow of activism it's either full on or full off for some people now for me personally um, I have a lot of pro professional uh, mates and friends that are uh, white collar workers so my uh, voice is best used off site because really a social platform will only support a case for so long before we have to start having these in-person conversations and for me I've always been an in-person um, advocate you know I'll always advocate from an in-person point of view so and I think you've got to be really careful that about the audience that you're trying to reach because you're <laughs> How you do it will come down to, and the, the verbiage that you use will come down to what target audience you are targeting. But you also have to remember that there will be those that will generically follow you anyway. Uh, they fall outside your target audience. And sometimes those people have a vast reach. So, you know, for me, if I was doing it and I was going to start... Uh, podcast that uh, from a point of being uh, white and privileged I would not be looking to do it from a point of forcefulness I would be looking to do it from a point of humility um, because humility is connective when you see a humble person you automatically connect to them because they have a calmness and a rationale about them that is not found in seemingly fanatical presentation and I'm not saying that what I watched today was fanatical, far from it there were some very very good arguments uh, and points but what I am saying is it is in delivery, your delivery must be on point because people won't listen 
so that's my immediate thoughts um, on what I watched today um, and I will let the account in in that we're talking about here know that I've done this podcast today so that uh, uh, the two accounts actually uh, I'll notify one because I'm not sure of the, the handle of the other I'm only following one of these people um, so that is my immediate thought um, and don't make it about I think finally I think it's really important not to make it about your issues and it doesn't matter what your issues are, whether they are LGBTQI or mental health or I think the sun's um, uh, too hot today or the sky's turning uh, pink and purple and uh, with orange polka dots, do you believe me type of thing. It's always got to bring it back to the agenda of the cause, not your agenda and your response to it, your personal response and how it makes uh, you feel and what you're doing to offset those feelings um, and that is certainly an uh, that is certainly an episode but it's not the whole thing um, I, I don't if I was to critique it uh, and offer an opinion on what I saw today what I um, looked at today I'll, I would say no don't do that but if it was going to be inclusive of a whole variety of uh, uh, civil rights and justice issues for people of colour or BIPOC in general so you know black um, indigenous people of colour if you're going to hit that genre of episodes uh, surrounding that sort of content then you need to be inclusive because the world is naturally fast what is news today will be tomorrow's news tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the thing is, is to keep the ball rolling and to do that is to gather speed across many different levels of that playing field to be able to accumulate them and meet them in the middle. Because this is a centric point. Um, I think we are absolutely on a tipping point of history. But I don't think focusing solely on one nation will be able to tip us far enough it'll be able to tip us but will it be able to tip us far enough I mean because we don't want to lose an opportunity of uh, having 18 nations involved in uh, civil rights and justice activism where only one nation benefits from it so and I mean you know there is we are looking at a whole new model of um, society you know we've, we're still in the middle of a pandemic uh, many places are still in lockdown. Um, there is a, you know, there's a balance of power that is, we're on, we are standing on the precipice of change. And let's not be a burden to that change by using our voices ineffectually. That's about all. Uh, thanks for listening, and I will catch you tomorrow.